0: What's up True Hill Heat True Hill Heat What's up True Hill Heat here with me Hello 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 it is me it is me your True Hill Phenom SP3 we are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for our WWE Fast Lane 2023 preview as we are going to discuss this Saturday's show from Indianapolis, Indiana. So if we're here for our pay-per-view preview, we had to bring in the star-studded guests first time on the true hill heat youtube channel and i'm so excited to have her on to discuss this saturday show from wwe you've seen her face every friday over on the fightful overbooked youtube channel alongside rob wilkins on coexisting you've seen her on fightful select you've seen her on believe you've seen her all everywhere
1: she is maggie welcome
0: how are you doing maggie
1: I'm doing great. I mean, we just talked about Orange County for like over ninety minutes, <laughs> so transitioning into wrestling will absolutely be <laughs> mad. Uh, I adore, you know, the poster. <laughs> you know, the Fast Lane poster with Seth in the car and everything. I know nothing about cars. Me either. So like, that, like I. This is the car and this gets me from point A to point B. Why is this car like $50 and this one is $50,000 like, uh, why? Like, why is this happening? I don't understand this. Hi, guys. Hi, sweetie. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes, yes. I have
0: no. I trust me. I, you're, you're acting the wrong person. I cannot tell you anything about cars. I'm as clueless as you. You say you are. So don't worry. We're in the same boat. But yes, we are not here to talk about cars. Though we are here to talk about fast lane this Saturday. WWE's latest premium live event from Indianapolis, Indiana. I guess we're on the fast lane to crown jewel or the fast lane to Survivor Series. As uh WWE's got some big shows coming up next month. But this is the big premium live event for the month of October. We thank you all if you're watching us live. If you're watching us on demand, we appreciate the love and the support and for watching. Always you can show that appreciation back the simplest way possible. Drop the thumbs up on this video, share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here and of course sound off in the live chat tell us your predictions your thoughts what do you think is going to happen at this saturday show do you think jade cargo is going to debut in WWE this saturday let us know in the comments down below we do got a uh, tony in the chat, in the live chat with us saying, what's up folks? We also got him saying, what's up SP3 and Maggie? We got frantic world who says, what's up SP3, Maggie and chat. Thank you. Thank you guys in the chat sound off in the live chat. We'll try to highlight as many of your comments as possible. But of course, if you're feeling generous and you want to give back and you want to make sure you get your comment highlighted on screen, you could do that with a super chat donation. We are a self-funded channel. So those are so, so important helps the channel grow, and it helps the contributors usually see on screen with us here. But let's get into it. How are, excited are you for this Saturday show, Maggie, from WWE Fastlane? There are five matches already announced for the card. She has coming off the heels of Payback one month ago. So 0 to 100, what's your excitement level for
1: Fastlane? Oh, 0 to 100? You're giving me a really huge range.
0: Okay, zero to zero to ten. Make it easy. Zero
1: to ten is way better. Uh zero to ten, uh I'd say about six, six and a half. I mean, and it's not it's not their fault. I mean, we just had two pay-per-views like a week ago, and it's I'm starting to get burned out. And like I know that after that we have crown jewelry, and then we have survivor series, then we have full gear. And uh, will we get TLC? I don't remember when was the last time we got a TLC, but I kind of miss it. Uh,
0: I, I think you're, they you're like canceled that now.
1: Yeah, they canceled that because uh, t- uh, tables, letters, and chairs, and stairs. And because Big Show is not there anymore, like there is no stairs and stuff. And like I get all, you know, the, the, uh, I, I get a lot of wrestling, you know, at the end of the year. And I'm supposed to be hyped for Royal Rumble. And like giving me a huge ton of wrestling events isn't the way to do it. <laughs> so uh so yeah, um probably a 6.5 show is gonna be absolutely amazing because all the matches will are gonna deliver. I say this every time there's a WWE pay-per-view, whether you like the storylines or not, WWE pay-per-views have a tendency to deliver every time because they rely on the stars and everything they do in the ring, as opposed to how they got there, which always sucks. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, i said that's been a theme for WWE since like 2021, where yeah. even when the the stories weren't the strongest, the Bills weren't the strongest, all the shows pretty much delivered. And we've seen this year, they've had a high success rate for uh, a bunch of their shows. This one just feels like you said, it just feels like they... They built to it like it was a B-show. So it feels like a B-show. So (laughs) I think it is going to deliver, though when the guys get into the ring because the rosters are so strong we got bala b in the chat with us say how's it going sp3 and maggie we got our good friend our brother rob wilkins with a super chat donation thank you so much rob we appreciate the love the support uh definitely would love to hear your thoughts on wwe fast lane as well uh we got frantic Rail says i remember that tlc pay-per-view it's I like know, a, like a distant memory. It's
1: like a distant memory. Oh, do you remember uh, Armageddon? Do you remember Armageddon?
0: Remember Armageddon? You remember Judgment Day when it was a pay per view yeah. and not a stable and not a
1: stupid stable that I hate. Like, do you remember that as opposed to Rhea Ripley? Like, she she's like the only one.
0: <laughs> the only one we all like. In yeah. speaking of which that's a cool transition into the first matchup we can predict here as the Judgment Day will be represented at WWE Fastlane this Saturday as it's going to be Finn Balor and Damian Priest defending the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships against the unlikely duo of the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes and main event Jey Uso. It was at Payback. Cody Rhodes was on the Grayson Waller effect and announced that Jay Uso was moving over to the Raw roster. Since then, Jay has been a public enemy number one to a lot of people who have long memories about his past with the Bloodline. But it this, it was the Judgment Day who is trying to basically fill the void left by the Bloodline as no longer being the top stable in WWE. Judgment Day has been trying to take over that spot and started to do so by trying to. To recruit Jey Uso to their side. Jey Uso eventually would turn them down, showing that his, his allegiance and his intentions was good on Monday Night Raw. The Judgment Day beat him down after he lost to Drew McIntyre with Cody Rhodes making the save. And this past week on Raw, Adam Pearce announced that Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso will team for the first time and get an opportunity at the top prize in the tag team division against the Judgment Day. Maggie, who do you think wins and what have you thought about the buildup this past month heading into this matchup with Jay, Cody, and the judgment
1: day? Really, I I don't care. <laughs> 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 This, I mean, this is so ridiculous. I don't know. I not I just don't give a shit. Like, why is like? Can, I'm sorry. Can I curse here? I I'm like. Yes, I'm, you can. You yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay, like this is, like, I know. Like, why? Why is Cody here? Like, why isn't? Like, why didn't Cody win at WrestleMania against Roman? Like, what is happening? Like, this is. I've been such a huge Bloodline supporter because, like, every time. They got stale. Um, they always find f- found a way to reel us back. Like last time when they started getting iffy, it was Sami Zayn, and he rejuvenated everything in the bloodline, and everything started happening so amazingly, and it was so fulfilling at the end, it was so good. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give you know the whole Jimmy and Jay also split some time. Because I'm sure it'll make sense. It still hasn't made any sense. And I'm starting to get really pissed off. Uh, you know, the the whole, you know, instant gratification. I'm not, like, I've worked my entire life as SP3 and I talk a lot uh, about this, you know, uh, in, in the past 90, 90 minutes. Uh, like, we're millennials, okay? Like, our biggest problem is instant gratification. Like that's the the, the, the biggest problem that that millennials have. And I have worked on this on myself throughout my entire life and I've tried. Okay. And I'm like, this, is this me, you know, uh, having instant gratification problems and It's not, it's been, it feels like 12 years. It feels like 12 years. This sucks. I I have no idea what's happening. And I'm like, okay, uh, what if, you know what if Cody went back to to you know to SmackDown? That was the whole trade. Like that's why Jay went to you know to to Raw. What was what if that was the whole trade? And now I'm like, well, what if Jade was the thing and Cody was the one in kayfabe to bring Jade in WWE? Could do that. This this was something that Rob said on our show. And he like we finished the show and then started talking and he was like, "Well, what if this happened?" And I'm like, "What did you fucking say that in the show?" Like, <laughs> like what, if he but, just but said what did you? But but would did that make
0: Jade a babyface?
1: Um, she can be a tweener. Like, she can like do whatever the hell she wants. Like, she can she can be a tweener and then beat up uh, like baby faces that we love. Um, we still have no idea how the WWE audience will react to her.
0: Yeah. like The, a, the only apprehension I have is that just once again, feels like Cody Rhodes is more of a GM than actually having his own story to finish.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he's, <laughs> he's once again, and you're absolutely right about this. Uh, he's like, once again, doing like doing stuff, that has nothing to do with him finishing his fucking story look like, no. i hope that all of this makes sense in the end i i i truly do because like as a david lynch fan like you, you you get you know all these things and you're like what the fuck does that mean oh my god someone please tell me and then the end happens and then you're like oh ah, okay okay i like i get it I get it. So I hope that this happens here because otherwise, this is a fucking waste of my precious time. Okay.
0: All of this has been music to my ears, Maggie, that we're on the same page. That WWE and 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 I love this. I love this because the reason I have been going on so many different rants, and I think I ranted on your show. I don't know if it was about this, but this Jimmy Uso heel turn is one of no the most ill ill-timed heel turns. Because it's not like We people are saying it should have never happened no no that kind of actually with the story they were telling it did make sense for jimmy to eventually turn but not then not Not right then then. not when he just turned on the bloodline and talked jay into turning on the bloodline like you literally it created the biggest logic hole that i've been like for the past two months i've been like Okay, I believe they can get this back. Paul Heyman has done such a great job. Roman Reigns putting his input. Triple H kind of letting them do their own thing. They have they can probably get this back. But each yeah. and every week, it's just like I yeah. don't know if they're gonna get this back. The J part of it on Raw has been interesting, but I feel like all they've done is put J. Into a feud that is very stale because every single week we see the Judgment Day go against some combination of Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Every single week. And the fact that we have this team that has never even teamed together once. In Jay and Cody going after the judgment day, it feels very random and plopped in, and it feels like the raw television has been building more to Survivor series than this show,
1: yeah. That's also, where Saturday. like why this is, and this is the same thing I uh, uh I said about uh, because I can I can rant a lot about uh, you know, uh storylines that make zero sense in the real world because like they make us believe that kayfabe is real world cory high uh so you you're supposed to because like dragon lee got fifty thousand chances at the north american championship and every time he lost and that and that was really disappointing because like they make him look bad by giving him so many opportunities and he loses all of them like that's not a good look for him. He's one of the best luchadors right now and like they're making him yeah. look like an idiot. So, um and then like you he, he, he you you know, he went back to to NXT and then last week he got another opportunity by being in a three-way. And I'm like, "Okay. Like let's forget about all the times he's lost in the past month." competing for this exact same championship that he's getting opportunity right now let's forget out about that why like all of the all of the roster backstage why like where are they and why aren't they like hey dude like st- step away like you've had like fifty thousand chances of this how about giving us a chance like where's uh, nathan fraser where is that dude? Like I, I'm so in love with him. Like where is that? Like why isn't Seth Roll- Like Becky Lynch is there? Like Seth's wife? Like he's their child, basically. Like <laughs> why, why is he? Your child. You're the father, child. But like Rebecca. Like Jesus. So in this exact storyline. Why is a, a make believe put together in the very last second tag team getting a tag team championship opportunity match? Where are the rest of the tag teams? Oh right, there aren't any. I mean, they, they have tag any. teams. They have enough they have a lot of
0: tag teams on Raw, actually, when you really think about it, they got the New Day, they got Owens and Zane, now they got DIY, they got Imperium, they got Alpha Academy, like like, where are know.
1: all of these teams? Where, where yeah, are they? they just don't put them on television. That's the issue right now. No, that that is the other issue. They put them on television. I'm so happy with everything that Imperium are doing because it makes it it, it, it it'll make sense in the long run. Uh, the the, the new day having beef with uh with Drew McIntyre. Okay, like and then uh, the Viking Raiders like okay Eric's hurt. Like, that's, uh, that's fine. Like, let's, you know, put the Viking Raiders war machine or whatever uh, bad name you want to call it, uh, you know, in the, in the background. But like, there are a lot of tag teams and they're like, they're not only raw, they're raw and SmackDown tag team championship uh, champions. So like that entire tag team roster should be like, this is the kind of fuckery that happens when you take your best tag team on the roster the best one the very best one maybe probably even in the world and you split them up tag team fuckery happens after that like i still don't care about this match because i will never care about those championships if they're on cody and jay because like it's from there on, it would not be about those very same t- tag team championships it will be about the other storyline that they have. Yes. Like, once again, championships being, uh, especially tag team championships, it doesn't matter if it's for the women, if they remember even having those, it's for, for the women or for the men. They're being put into storylines where they don't even matter. And that's and that pisses me off because their division deserves to be spotlighted. Yeah.
0: I... Yeah. I agree. Uh, Frantic World saying this feels like WWE version of Better Than You, baby. No, it does not. That's disrespectful. No, 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 Better no, Than no. You, baby. No, 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 they no. actually took time to show us a relationship building between Adam Cole and MJF, then took exactly. the time for them to win a whole tournament to get an opportunity at the tag team titles. They failed at that and then directed at a new set of tag team titles. And we still got vignettes and segments building their relationship. All there's been with Cody and Jay is, Cody says, Jay's over on Raw. And then Jay goes about his him. business for a while. And then finally, Cody comes and makes the save when he's getting jumped. That's it. That's the only interaction we've seen Get between Cody and Jay in the past month. Get Don't disrespect Better Than You, baby. And I thought it was disrespectful when people were comparing uh Bloodline to Better Than You, baby. When all, all my said was this was AEW's answer. To bloodline, there's a difference between comparing and saying that this an is answer. this is the answer or the or the response to the bloodline is a story that makes sense that's interwoven a bunch of people. That's the only way you can compare better than you bebe to the bloodline. You cannot compare better <laughs> than you bebe to Jay and Cody who have had all of three segments together. That's it.
1: No, like don't do like I I'm so looking like. If it if it turns out into something great eventually in the future, I'll be more than happy because I want my wrestling to be good. I seriously do. Like, and everyone in this match is so awesome. Damien Priest and Finn Balor, oh my God. Like, sure, like, why not? Cody, like, their biggest star right now. And Jimmy Uso, like, the, the, that entire crowd, like, everything that he does, like, keep that coming. Like That is so great, and all of, four of these people all of a sudden being put together, and I don't care.
0: It's because it's because it just feels like these are people that it's are a not... It's natural. Yeah, it's not the natural it's... story for all these people to be in, and honestly, I feel like there was two major booking blunders at SummerSlam, one being the Jimmy Uso heel turn, and also not putting the world title on Finn Balor because... The Judgement Day despite him not winning the world title is still the top program on Raw and now the yeah. world title feels like it's in a program that despite being very very good feels very very secondary to everything I else. I
1: forget about it. I forget about it all the time. <laughs> and it's Seth and Nakamura and it's and it's they're, they've been wonderful together go figure. <laughs>
0: And they never get the main event spot. But we'll get never, into that. And we'll, we'll ask if they get the main event spot here. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, we got Trio's action. It's going to be LWO versus what I've been calling street business, Bobby Lashley and the street profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. So the question here is not only who's going to win this matchup, but who will join the LWO? Because the graphic has four members of the LWO in- include, And also add on uh, Zelina Vega there. But she won't be the third member. You would think yeah, it's going to be Ray and Santos. But Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wilde got punked out by street business just last week on SmackDown. So do you it's
1: think gonna we be get a third? Man. Yeah, I, I, gonna I was going to say,
0: like, they kind of made it obvious who is going to be. They
1: did they did they did kind of make it obvious uh it it, it was um like dragon lee was in the uh, in the crowd uh when everything was transpiring on on, on smackdown this this past week it's going to be dragon lee dragon lee is going to move up to the main roster and i m- mind this none <laughs> like whatsoever <laughs> like this is uh an amazing thing more people need to see dragon lee i just hope Um, I just hope that they give him an opportunity because as big as the LWO were in Puerto Rico, as everything as all the amazing things that happened in Puerto Rico, it feels like they put the brakes on it and just decided not to do anything with it. Like LWO t-shirts and merch flew off, you know, the shelves. And everything, but like I just want them because I am so in love with everything that Santos Escobar does in the ring. It's just give me more of that. Give give me more of that. Like I do believe that eventually Dominic will be the one to dethrone his own father for that United States championship because it kind of looks like they're building towards that. Um that? I thought that this was the way they were going, but like last night, all hell broke loose on NXT. And I hate it so much uh, because of, like, what the fuck did they do that for? Uh, and I just, I, I just hope they give them an opportunity. And um, I have no idea who, who has to win here because uh, the street business, that's a really nice name, by the way, the street yes. business. It's
0: so um, much better than Hurt Profits, Christopher. Hurt Profits, I saw, heard somebody say that. I was like, that sounds corny. That's not good. That's not a good name. I, I hope they don't do that. Business street is business is an evolution of hurt business and the street profits. They went from profits to business, they got the suits. It makes sense on so many different levels. Hurt profits does not make sense.
1: Also, the hurt profits sounds like profits who are hurt from something. Yes, yes, also true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds like something else
1: yeah i was gonna say that. <laughs> it uh... sounds like something sad and they're like <laughs> they're meant to be really you know intimidating dudes uh i hmm, like they just started doing the street profits uh the, the street business and then they decided to you know bring friction into the whole thing and i'm like well wait like we just got them like what like what and, and i just you know started being invested. So, if LWO win here, and they're just gonna, you know, make it not a thing anymore, it's really weird. Also, that entire thing that they did on SmackDown was really frustrating to me because, like, Bobby Lashley was like, "You guys need to step up. Like, you're not, you like, you're losing, and you need to step up." And they're, and they're like, "Okay, we're we're gonna, you know, make you prouder or whatever," and then. They go and attack Santos and Ray after their ruling match. It was an awesome match. And they attack them after they just got a match. And Bobby Lash was like, yeah, like, yeah. why? Like, they attack people who just won, like, uh, went through a horrible, you know, really competitive match. Like, why is this, like, why is this impressive to you?
0: I was going to say, because we had this conversation on True Hill Heat last Saturday because um, uh, we had baby Huey on and he was trying to say how he was kind of seeing similarities with this story with the Drew McIntyre story. I was like, no, I was like the Drew McIntyre story is actually going in a progress is progressing week to week. This one. They literally did the whole recruiting, Bobby Lashley recruiting the Street Profits. Then they did the Street Profits actually showing a heel edge and attacking the LWO. They did the match where they lost because they didn't want to cheat alongside Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was like, oh, you guys need to step up and stuff. So they just did the same thing again. And that's what impressed them. Like what? Like they literally did the same thing again that they did two weeks ago. They jumped the LWO two weeks ago, and to impress Bobby Lashley, they just jumped the LWO again. Like yeah. it's you literally repeated the same story beat twice in a matter of three weeks. Like that. And that was okay. Why, that's why it's an issue here, but. All that we're saying, I will say, I do think the street business is going to win this one. I don't know if I did my prediction for the last match, but Judgment Day, definitely. Judgment
1: Day definitely. Judgment, Day, definitely. Judgment Day, definitely. Because I agree I with know-
0: uh, Bala B here. It does not seem like Cody and Jay have natural chemistry together either. We don't know that because... <laughs> yeah, we, we also yeah. don't know that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like all of a sudden, like those, like those titles main evented the first night of WrestleMania, and now they're being defended with a team that has never tagged with one another. Why is this okay? Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, Street Business, uh, hopefully, because I I want to see these people win. They're absolutely wonderful. Where's Cedric Alexander? Like we know where Shelton Benjamin is and that place is not there anymore but like what's
0: gonna be the next ring of honor world champion can't wait
1: I I will not be mad at that I will not be so yeah Cedric please like he can go to Bobby Lashing and, and be like what are you doing like you had a we had a good thing and now you're like with these you know kids or whatever and like bring Ch- uh, Cedric Alexander back into this like give me Cedric back on my television.
0: I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out in my head because I've been saying this for weeks that Triple H loves dissension in every faction. So I'm really hurting my head trying to figure out if there's one faction in WWE, in WWE that does not Muting. have any bit Muting. of this. They're a tag team. They're not a faction anymore. Faction has to be more than three. It has to be uh, three or more people. Yeah, but Judgment let, okay. Day has dissension. Bloodline has dissension. Imperium has dissension. LWO just had two members facing each other. Uh street business has dissension. Uh like, yo, that's
1: fine. Metaphor, that's fine. metaphor,
0: metaphor, and it's okay. Okay. Triple H triple H that's Michael Hickam bottom. That's Michael Hickam bottom. Michael Hickam Bottom.
1: The, the the horrible booking kid yeah the
0: horrible booking kid Michael Hickenbottom <laughs> that's him he he can make factions that don't have this engine. Triple H apparently can um let's go to the next matchup Fair. it's a women's matchup for the WWE Women's Championship it's gonna be EO Sky defending the championship against the former champion Oscar as well as 14 time champion Charlotte Flair. This one should be a very good one. Uh, of course, it was EO Sky that cashed in money in the bank at SummerSlam, cashed it on Bianca Belair after she beat Asuka in Charlotte Flair. EO Sky has de- defended the, the title against Asuka since then in a great matchup on SmackDown, but Bailey got involved in that one as well as Charlotte Flair, and Bailey talked, her- talked EO into this triple threat matchup. Can Eos survive, or will Charlotte become a fifteen-time champion, or will Oscar regain the title? And will this be the matchup, either during or after we see the debut of Jade Cargill?
1: Funny how no one's talking about Kyrie.
0: Well, Jade, they are like they're like we don't have to worry about it until November, so. Uh. <laughs>
1: It's really god I I feel weird not saying Charlotte Flair every time she's in a match. They have so much trouble booking Charlotte not in the title picture. I can see why. And if you're going to be out there saying that Charlotte Flair is not one of the best wrestlers, not females, not one of the best wrestlers period. Out there, you're just lying to yourself. Like, I understand the frustration when it comes to her booking. I can absolutely see this because I've been frustrated with it myself. But she kind of backs it up. Like, every time when it's, when the stakes are big, she, like, big match Charlotte. Like, it's... Yeah. She, she also brings out the best in other wrestlers. So, like, give give her that. Um oh. I'm going to say Sky because there's a lot of things and storylines that can because like they just started her and Bailey eventually have to, you know, fix this group dynamic. This is, you know, the other faction that is weird with each other if you didn't mention them previously. Uh damage control are also iffy and um the Kodakai can play peacekeeper uh until she yeah until she uh she's okay to get back in the ring i'm gonna say eo but i feel really uncomfortable saying it because charlotte flair there and uh for me there is oh only you know about 15 percent chance that oscar wins it because also oscar's gonna be on nxt next week when they're going, yeah, when they're going head to head with uh, with Dynamite on October tenth, so it's not gonna be Oscar. It's it, it it's yeah. it'll make a lot of sense if you bring the women's champion on NXT. It'll be like great, but it's not mm-hmm. gonna be Oscar. It's like those people have no idea how to book Oscar as a champion or not. They just hate Japanese wrestlers there. It's it's just so it's it like Tony Khan hates women's wrestling, and you know WWE hates uh, you know uh, Asian wrestlers. Joshi, they like, Joshi. They yeah, hate Joshi yeah wrestling. They, they hate Joshi wrestlers as a whole. Yeah, but like
0: we got uh, in the chat here, Tony he says, "Kairi saying may appear after EO retains her title. She won't." And uh, I saw I saw you in the chat saying to Valo B that she's done with Last Voyage. No, she's not her. her she's done with uh, with stardom on October 9th. So she won't be appearing for WWE until after October 9th, which is this coming Monday. So that's after Fastlane. What, she if always... she's,
1: what if she's the bridge between the two companies?
0: Oh, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like anytime someone suggests WWE partnering up with a good promotion, I'm just like, nope. No, no. Don't do that. No. That's killed good promotions like every single time. Like in the WWE's hit rate as far as partnerships with promotions and the promotion subsequently either going down in popularity or just completely dying is dying. like 100%. Yeah. It's one hundred percent. Every promotion they have partnered up with, either their popularity died or the promotion did. Uh, frantic. Oh fr- uh, no, we got uh here, uh Tony who says Charlotte Flair looks super fly with her photos on Instagram. So I see he's happy to see Charlotte Flair back. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got. I Belle. can get
1: that Tony, and like she's really, she's gorgeous. I'm not gonna sugarcoat she it. She's absolutely gorgeous.
0: We got Bell who says I think EO is retaining because I do think we'll eventually get EO versus Bailey for the title. I think if EO Sky has the championship when we head into WrestleMania, Bailey is the best option for her to face at WrestleMania. Just give
1: Bailey a match for WrestleMania.
0: Yes, please, please, Just- please, <laughs> please. Uh, and Balabi, that's why I specified either they died or their popularity died because. Progress of pre-partnering up with WWE was the hottest promotion, independent promotion in the world, not just the yeah. UK, in the world. After the WWE partnership, sometimes I forget, Progress is still a promotion. Yeah. So that's the difference. They didn't barely survive anything. They WWE killed their popularity. They definitely did not survive that. Um. <laughs> Oh, we got a couple of people in the chat who, who think that EO Sky is also going to retain. I agree. I think that uh, EO will retain in this one. And I think this triple threat will be better than the SummerSlam triple threat. There's less matches on this card. And plus, this inner arena where you can hear the fans a little bit better than in the yeah. stadium at SummerSlam.
1: Well, small show, small crowd capacity shows are really always better for me because like you you can understand first of all you can understand the chance better. second of all you know it's 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 way more you know um, intimate between the yeah. wrestlers and and the crowd and it's 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 actually better like huge stadium shows I know I understand I understand I, I was a part of one and like I can get it but like smaller venues are always you know you can actually see. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh and about the jade cargo it was pw insider that reported that jade cargo would be uh is set to be at wwe fast lane this saturday do you think that we see jade cargo involved in this woman's match or we got Antoine who's suggesting could we get jade confronting Rhea saturday night to help cody win the tag team titles do you think we see a jade cargo debut on saturday
1: that is a good question <laughs> so um because like rob asked me the same thing about mariah uh for for this past week's uh Rattle dream and i was almost certain that she was not appearing on the show but, like everyone was so sure they were like yeah i'm sure like she's coming i'm like yeah okay i'm gonna say that she's i mean she didn't and I kind of have the same feeling here now about Jade. I don't think she is she will be. Like uh, uh, of course she will be, but like I have this whole dream of her dethroning Becky yeah. at, at, at NXT. I have this feeling, and it'll be a good thing because like Becky has is doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing, and that's bring eyes to NXT and elevating talent. Oh my God, Tiffany Stratton has never looked better and she's defeated. Um, and I enjoy everything that she's doing. She doesn't have to be a champion for much longer. No. Like a lot of people thought that Jade was going to cost Becky. And I'm like, no, Jade is all about the money. Like she's about mm-hmm. the gold. Why would she cost Becky? When with one match against Becky, she can get that elevation for with having a match with Becky. Uh, competing for the title and eventually winning the title from her and beating her for that title. I have this thing in my head between Jade and Becky. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not going to happen. I'm going to be totally fine. And everything around the booking I, of Jade is t- totally up to them because like, it's not like we've seen a, a lot of things with Jade at AEW. Like, we haven't. Like, she's yeah. had, like, 70 whatever matches but like they were all squashes we have no idea what she's you know the wwe in-ring style is different than the aew one so it's gonna be a whole new world for her so i'm gonna say no
0: i'm gonna also say no only because uh you know pw insider also reported that jade would be going to raw uh i think that that's a mistake Honestly, unless unless the only reason you're putting her on Raw is for her to beat Becky for the NXT uh, championship and split time between Raw and NXT, I see a couple of issues on uh, her being on Raw is that the whole thing with Jay Cargo is how she looks. So you might want to put her against women that she looks more intimidating with uh, next to and not Raquel Rodriguez, Nia, Nia Jax, and Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry, but... You're not going to get the same effect of wow that's Jade Cargo if she's standing next to those three. Like maybe she should go to the show that doesn't have those three at the same time. Like I'm I, and Piper Niven. Like it's like yo they don't, they make it a host division for the woman on on Raw at this point. If you put on Jade Cargo as well, like yeah, I think that she would stand out more if you're going to put her on the main roster on SmackDown, but honestly, the place where she would be the most valuable to WWE immediately is NXT. I'm Absolutely 100% NXT. agree with you. She, like, it. I don't know. I am completely baffled on who beats Becky Lynch for the NXT Women's Championship. If it's not Jade Cargill, who are we going to have? Roxanne going to have another run? Oh, that's nice. She got Lyra Valkyria? Last night. <laughs> like, got- Ly- Lyra Valkyria? Uh, I mean, it's a nice story. It's a good title match story, but it's not uh she should be the one to beat Becky story. I mean, the only the only person that seems ready is the person that Becky just got done beaten twice. It's Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton's the only other option besides Jay Cargo at this point. So I think that Jay should be the one to beat Becky for that championship. And you can split time on the main roster on NXT. We've seen it with Becky, we've seen it with Judgment Day. Do it with Jay. Absolutely. Uh but no, I don't think she's going to debut at Fastlane, but I will say it's like 50-50 as far as if they do. They might decide, oh, 51 dis-
1: to me.
0: Yeah, they they might decide, "Oh, we need this show to have something noteworthy on it because not a lot uh, that we're seeing right here." Uh but Next up, we have what many people feel should be the main event for this Saturday, Seth Rollins defending the WWE World Heavyweight Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura in a last-man-standing matchup. These two men have been feuding for the past two months with Nakamura uh, putting a big bullseye on Seth Rollins' back, attacking the back at every turn, and not letting Seth get his hands on him until the time was right for him. Seth let him choose the stipulation the time and the place for this matchup and he wanted a last man standing match to finally put Seth to shame so he can't even look his daughter in his eyes. Shinsuke Nakamura probably doing the best character work of his own time WWE run. Seth Rollins is one of the best workers in WWE but there's a reason why I didn't put this in the main event spot for predictions because it does not feel like it should main event this Saturday to me. What about you, Maggie, and who do you think wins?
1: Um, The way this storyline started was incredibly awful for me. It Like, a lot of things had made zero sense. And I'm like, what? That is so banged up right now. And he's challenging you and giving you a second chance after you lost a championship, Nakamura. And then Nakamura he was like, nah, what do you mean, though? No? Like he's hurt. You can, you know, beat him with the chair a lot and then just pin him. Like a lot. That like it made no sense. Like a lot of things this year with WWE are pissing me off. Like cashing in on opening chale- on open challenges is another thing. But like this right now, here's an opportunity for you to take something that you really want from a person who's not 100%. Why wouldn't you take that opportunity? After you know that you're eventually going to go back to the back of the line because, like, you lost. And what is this? Like, oh, like, he's getting into his... Uh, he's getting in his head. Like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, Nakamura is best in the ring. And the fact that they haven't been you know, putting the, putting their eggs in the uh Nakamura basket is kind of weird to me because we all know how good Nakamura is and the people online who keep saying you, you just wants to serve go touch grass. Like that's not like he can serve while holding a championship. Like that's even better. He can hit sharks with it, you know, like <laughs>
0: Hit the shark with the title. Yeah, uh, the shark is busted open.
1: Busted open, like there is your Brock 2.0. Like uh, forget the 24/7 championship. You know, with the shark and everything during the pandemic. My God, that bit was funny. Okay, so yeah, so it's it's kind of I I hate the fact the the fact that ever since Seth won that title, like everything that. His trying to do is not working the way he wants it to be because, as long as Cody's there, sweetie, like there's, and it's not Seth's fault, okay? Like he says, he's mentioned this on numerous uh interviews that he's had that he's held championships and he's been so good, but he was never that guy, yeah, like Roman was. He was never that guy, uh, and it pains me greatly because I'm one of the biggest Seth Rollins marks out there. His match with AJ Styles at Night of Champions, I I'm sure that like it's, um, I'm kind of biased because it was my birthday and I got this match on my birthday. So I know I'm I'm forever biased about this match, but it was so good. Um, and Seth not he's probably not gonna main event. I'm I'm almost sure he's not. Um also for this entire thing to make sense, Nakamura man nakamura's gonna have to win this match. He's gonna have to. Yeah. And the stupid thing is I know he's not going to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, I was going when to, when I started talking, I was going to hate to be the bearer of bad news. But no, no, I'm no. glad you already know
1: that it's not. I know. Like, if you're, like, the only reason why you think Nakamura's winning is if this is your first day watching in WWE. No, Seth Rollins is, is going to keep it, which is the weird thing because, for me, the right thing to do, the absolute right thing to do is, for nakamura to win here because what what else, what do you do with nakamura then and this is the other thing that they've had zero problem with not doing anything with nakamura regardless for
0: the so past what, what seven
1: years yeah for the past seven uh, yeah for the past uh like whatever time like he had a wonderful thing with sammy on nxt and that's about it uh, <laughs> because that entire three match feud with aj styles with the dick Cole punching in when it killed him everything killed him this killed killed nakamura this is the yes this is actually the beginning of nakamura's death uh in wwe so uh they have zero problem not doing anything with nakamura uh i'm just i'm just in the belief that he's like well give me a thing so people can remember that i'm on the show and then i'll go you know something Like, do something else entirely different, which is weird. I'm sorry, I enjoy Nakamura so much. seth gonna win this match. I like, I would pop so much if Nakamura does. I hope he does because it will make sense. That's the thing. Because, like, you did all this stuff, like with a heel turn and the mind games that everyone keeps bringing up. There's no mind games here, it really
0: isn't. There he's really he, isn't. there's he's just no talking one. about his kids that's it like he's kid. talking that's about it. his
1: kids and 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 pointing out his back like that's not it, game. his
0: back that he said it on the Logan Paul podcast like yeah. you are the one that it wasn't Nakamura that let us know yeah, about I, your back I it was about you I know about your
1: back and everyone was like <laughs> yeah we <we're there."> stuff. <laughs> we all watch the Logan we're, Paul podcast weird so uh, I'm gonna go with Seth. That that is go, true. Yeah, I'm gonna with go Myra. with Seth, and uh, and I agree with Myra you here once again. Right? Uh, I I do see a, a Daniel Priest cash and a successful one, which is why actually it'll make sense if Nakamura wins because there is your championship, and 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 now it's not. <laughs> then you can lose real quick, <laughs> and <laughs> we now can now make Nakamura
0: baby face again real quick. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, but I do agree. If this match does close the show, I think that the 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 uh the chance of Damian Priest cashing in becomes very very greatly,
1: yeah. very
0: very high. Uh, we got valabi who says this man is so well rested that he's rusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I will just, I will just say, I totally agree with Maggie. Seth Rollins is going to win this one. And literally the, any chance of Nakamura winning this feud, it ended at payback. Payback was the time to do it. Payback Mm -hmm. was the time. If you wanted him to get a token reign, because you could have gave him a one month reign. And then Seth could have won it here. He could have won it back here. Like if you really wanted Nakamura to get a a token reign, but they're not going to do it now. So we know think, Steph's going to
1: win. I, I still would have been pissed off if he had it for you know a month and nothing else happened. I keep forgetting that he was tag team champions, which is Ces- with Cesaro. I
0: he was. Oh yeah, yeah. They feuded with the New Day. That was during the pandemic. That's a, that. I that keep seems forgetting like a that in memory. He he's I mean, almost a tri- he's, He will be a Grand Slam if he wins. If he wins the world title.
1: Yeah, but he hasn't won the the different he's-
0: one. Yeah, he does. He's won the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title.
1: No, no the the WWE ch- championship, like well, no. well,
0: no. Grand Slam is a world title, no a mid card title, yeah, a tag okay. team title, and it's well, both mid card titles, the world title and a tag team.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like they were SmackDown tag team champions, so they have to win the Raw tag team champions. If if we have to get yeah, technical, yeah, yeah, if technical, we yeah. If if you're get talking that. technical, yeah, if you're talking yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Uh but yeah, Seth, Seth for the win. I don't think we get the cash in at Fastlane, though. Uh, but what I think is gonna main event this show is gonna be this tag team matchup. It's gonna be the Bloodlines, solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso versus John Cena and his tag team partner LA Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Cena who basically got into the bloodline's face, told Jimmy Uso that the wrong Uso quit when Jay Uso quit, which has drawn the ire of Jimmy Uso, who has basically been trying to show more leadership in the bloodline and manipulate and influence his brother Solo Sokoa to do his bidding, which caused them to beat down John Cena two weeks ago. They were about to do it again last week, but LA Knight came out and made the save and had signed the contract to be John Cena's partner at Fast Lane. Who wins, Bloodline or the Baby Faces, and what have you thought about the build to this matchup?
1: Oh, the Baby Faces 100%. Like, uh, I I will always enjoy the love that LA Knight is getting because it is so out of nowhere. But like he he he's done absolutely the same thing that he's been doing ever since he came to 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 uh wwe and now all of a sudden people started cheering for him like he didn't change anything and i love that because it's almost as if you get so fucking tired of bullshittery that you just go hey that man's never gotten his flowers like give him his flowers and then you get behind th- this guy because I, I enjoy la night immensely but the guy is, he's not Daniel Bryan, he's not, uh, Mustafa Ali, he's not, you know, like, he's yeah. not, he doesn't have a thing, you know, in ring thing, or, you know, he's not that great on the mic also, like he, like, he just, you know, says a lot of things that are there.
0: I, I mean, i I'll, I'll tell y'all a secret. And it's it's a secret that I realized on twofold because it made me also realize another secret. All La Knight does is he does the Stone Cold delivery with Rock insults. Yeah.
1: And yeah,
0: and yeah, then, yeah and, absolutely. And, and then when you turn the channel, when you turn on Dynamite tonight, and if MJF has a promo, Babyface MJF is just Jewish 2023 The Rock. It's insults and catchphrases with MJF yeah. now as a babyface so yeah so it's twofold you can see it on both ends that these are two guys that have watched a lot of rock tape
1: (laughs) and i enjoy that because i'm so in love with the rock like he's the one who got me into wrestling so there you go like people paying homage to you know to 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 people who are probably gonna main event main event wrestlemania next year that's (laughs) that's that's absolutely for me so uh uh La Knight came and saved uh, uh, John Cena. I just want to mention that I absolutely hate it, hate it, when John Cena acts like this goofy fucking person who's never changed his expression on his face ever. Oh, when La Knight came out and he's like surprised, he's like. like And then, like, he he signed the contract and then just give it to him. And he's like, yeah, fucking yeah. And he's like, what? Okay. You've been in movies. This is the best acting you can give us, sir. I know you can do better. Like, you were a better mermaid in Barbie. Like, okay. Like, I happen to know that you can. Like, why? (laughs) So, uh no but like I, i will never use that against him i adore the guy uh like i'm part of you know the generation that booed the crap out of john cena every time that he was on my you know on my screen and then he went away and i miss him so much because we were all kids we were all you know booing john cena a lot and everything uh so i i have the baby faces winning here the Funny thing is that John Cena will be on NXT next week, and so will Paul Heyman.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. Can't wait to see that WWE. Uh, AEW is not competition, but watch John Cena and Cody Rhodes and Oscar and, and Paul Heyman and, and against and AEW Paul Dynamite. Hey, we're the, we are the winners, is, folks. The fans are the are. winners.
1: We are the winners. uh, Absolutely, uh, you're absolutely correct. But like the stupid thing is that none of this will matter next week on NXT. None of it will matter. Nothing will matter. Like that's the only reason why they're giving this to you is because of the other company, not to to say thank you for being a fan, thank you for tuning in. They're not doing this.
0: Because and nothing and nothing and nothing mind blowing or noteworthy will really happen besides no, the being on the you're show, just gonna and, be there. and besides Cody's major announcement, it's just the Dusty Rose Cup is returning, guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty that's sure it. that's all the major announcement is. Uh, Bell yeah. saying. Cena and LA Knight will win, and Roman is going to come back and hit the roof. At, sorry, once again, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm letting y'all down. I'm letting y'all down, November. but I'm letting y'all to know the truth. Roman ain't showing up on Saturday. He's coming back on October 13th, SmackDown, and they've already started promoting that, so they're not going to ruin that, that, that the, the ticket sales they're going to get for nah, that by sh- making them show me. up as a surprise here. No, not going to happen. Uh we also got here uh Belze, and I am so 50-50 because I wanted Gunther versus uh Champa on fast but At the same time we got Gargano returning and DIY reuniting on Raw and they cut it off before we got it.
1: Um we cut it off. I'm so pissed off. Like what happened? Did they do did they get it?
0: What did they, they, they do? timing right? They ain't timing right. What we do it? Yeah. What they should do at Fastlane lane do DIY and Chad Gable versus Imperium.
1: They should do at least on the pre-show like i'm sure that they're gonna figure something out like i, I know that they enjoy their pre-show matches and like whatever uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm not gonna be mad if they add it i'm not I'm totally not gonna be mad if they don't because the show's on saturday right yeah yeah oh uh, yeah. well like i have to watch this before i go to work on sunday so with little and but, like matches as possible just so I don't have to, you know, get up at six a.m. That is Please. true. That like, is a good
0: point. Yeah. Vala and saying they could have done the reunion on Fastlane. That is true, and the that great is absolutely gun- true. The great Gunther versus uh Champa matchup, we could have seen the whole matchup instead of having three commercials. So, also yeah, so true. there, there is an argument that it should have been on this show. And I also agree with Myron here. He says, is it just me or Johnny Gargano's current theme song irks me? It's so bad.
1: It killed his You're not the only one. That's the reason why he pop. didn't get yeah. a pop. Because, oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, that other guy. I'm wa- I, like, yeah, I'm we're, you are totally not the only one, sweetie. Like, we all are. I'm so pissed off. Give me, give me, g- give me. I want it back. <laughs> give me what I want.
0: <laughs> but... That is all the matches for this Saturday show, WWE Fastlane. I want to thank Maggie for joining me. I always have so much fun, whether it's talking about Orange County or professional wrestling, talking to Maggie. Maggie, please let the people know where they can follow you on social media, where they can watch coexisting, and everything else. The floor is yours.
1: Guys, you can follow me on X Twitter or whatever you guys want to call it at Maggie underscore ik and on Instagram at Maggie.ik. Every Friday, Rob Wilkins and I host a show called called Coexisting with Rob and Maggie on Fightful Overbook every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Please join us. We have a lot of fun. Uh Rob's one of you know the, the best people to have a show with. So like we promise like we're worth the watch because, like, we you like we are probably the most goofy thing on wrestling uh youtube ever so just (laughs) and if you spend one episode with us you understand why and also like i rant a lot i feel like you guys notice this on this show (laughs) and like yeah i i lose my shit constantly so yeah and Rob has to just stay there and not say anything because I give him crap if he interrupts me. So like, that, that's always a fun thing. Please join us. Uh, every once in a while, we host a show called Coexisting After Dark on Fightful Select. Please subscribe to Fightful Select. It's only five dollars a month. Uh, it's uh, five best five dollars in the business. And please subscribe to uh, True Hill Heat's uh, Patreon also as well. Um uh, also every month we before uh big pay per views we have a uh, show predictions on Fightful Select so you can join us there I think that's about it
0: Damn, you you got the you got the long outro like me. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. Got everything in too. Um uh, so you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Follow gang Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at True Hill Heat. Like Maggie said, Patreon.com forward slash true heat, three dollars a month. You get more exclusive content, the true hill heat prediction championship, where we had week one of season six. You can go over there and check that out and check out all the great content we got on the channel right now like True Hill Heat's flagship podcast True Hill Heat 245 from last Saturday check out our chat with Willow Nightingale from Starcast Media Scrum you can also check out our reviews of AEW Wrestle Dream as well as NXT No Mercy on the channel right now and we'll have an exclusive interview with Josh Alexander dropping tomorrow as well as I'll be live at 105 p.m. Eastern time with AE Ramble Review Tonight's AEW Dynamite and join us live tonight at 8 p.m. with our watch along for AEW Dynamite Elite Heat. But for Maggie, thank you all for watching us live, watching on demand. We appreciate you all. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been our WWE Fastlane 2023 preview. We are signing off until next time.